Hey, yours truly Kaushikandan. Thank you for joining us here at the Refine EX Summit. This is a pretty interesting conversation we are going to have with Shriram, in which we are talking about the HR tech stack and how do you get these implementations in place? How do you? What are metrics you track? Why do you even need these systems in place? So let's get right to it then. Shriram, over to you. Thank you, Kaushik, for the uh, kind introduction. Uh, it's a real honor to be presenting here at Refine EX on a topic that is trending globally on, a, and a topic that is very close to my heart, leveraging HR tech to reimagine employee experience. My name is Sridham Ayer. I'm the founder and CEO of HRTech.sg. We are a Singapore headquartered HR tech market development and analyst firm. We help enterprises identify best fit technology solutions for their HR problems. We also host what is Singapore's largest and curated HR tech marketplace with over 140 plus providers. Now, let me share my screen and run you through my presentation. At the risk of sounding cliched, I need to say this. The pandemic has become the accelerator for one of the greatest workplace transformations of our lifetime. Now, how we attract and hire talent, how we work with them, where we work with them, how is our work going to be measured? How do we communicate and manage teams? How do we price our jobs and reward employees? All have been changed forever. From business models to people strategy and the way we work, things are going a radical transformation. Hybrid or remote work is expected to be the norm. And as we speak, HR teams in every corner of the world are getting a crash course in hybrid work and many are not passing the test. So last year, managers and employees in our client organizations kept asking as to when it would be back to work as usual. Now they have stopped asking that question as they now clearly know that the future of work is going to be digital and hybrid. And not surprisingly, we are seeing an unprecedented demand for digital HR adoption. And HR teams are actually looking around for newer systems to automate and digitalize their HR processes. In our recently published 2022 HR Tech Market Outlook report, we have identified key market drivers, eight of them, which is leading to rapid HR Tech adoption. You will see the eight key market drivers on the screen. One of the aspects that stood out and that is most relevant to this conversation today is the employee's expectations of a consumer-grade experience. So while working remotely, employees toggle between workplace and personal applications. HRMS on one side and YouTube on the other side. HRMS on one side and Spotify on the other side. Hence, it is imperative for organizations to provide a consumer-grade experience for their workplace applications too. If they are able to set an alarm in five minutes with the help of Siri, then why should not they be able to use Siri or Alexa or a Google Assistant to create a leave request for them? And that's why we are seeing a lot of integrated apps such as Zapier gaining a lot of prominence as they help organizations integrate their standalone applications to create a seamless experience. Not just that, the great employee resignation in our research is definitely real. In the report, which you can download, we've shared stats on which segment has been affected uh, deeply. 
So organizations need to adopt HR technology in a big way to deliver strong candidate and employee experience, which should help them stand out as an employer of choice and which in turn will help STEM attrition. Also with VC funding into startups at an all-time high, uh, as per our estimates, it was about 13 plus billion dollars into HR tech startups in the calendar year of 2021. So with VC funding uh, at an all-time high, employees are actually quitting to become entrepreneurs. So organizations need to create an entrepreneurial culture to effectively engage these employees. And again, technology adoption is critical. And what we are also noticing is the application of technology across the entire talent life cycle has been proliferating. Earlier, it used to be just in one or two pockets of the entire life cycle, but now we see numerous applications that have come up end to end and companies are definitely adopting them in a big way. So let's start with the first aspect, right? Talent planning, which which is the first element in the talent life cycle. Now, technology is helping HR teams to perform strategic workforce planning, both short-term and long-term, help forecast workforce demand and costs by analyzing industry and company data. Now, uh, there are talent supply chain planning software, talent intelligence platforms available that are also helping these companies identify high-performing employees for succession planning, identify the skills gap that the company is expected to encounter in the future years, so on and so forth. So you are starting to see a proliferation of such talent intelligence platforms, which in turn will help companies in managing their talent most effectively. Talent acquisition comes next. We see uh, HR tech solutions helping teams manage the entire recruiting process, right from branding to sourcing to screening till onboarding. Now, these applications could include smart job boards, applicant tracking systems, conversational chatbots, um, online assessments and video interview platforms, blockchain-based background and reference checks, and uh, New hire onboarding platforms that some, some of them even leverage virtual reality and frequent uh, employee pulse checks to effectively uh, engage with new hires. So we are seeing a lot of new technology platforms in the talent acquisition space too. Next comes talent engagement. Now uh, we have seen a, a number of new tools to effectively understand the employee sentiment, uh, recognize and reward their performance, promote health and wellness, uh, among other aspects, all of that with a singular motive of creating a positive employee experience. Now imagine administering employee feedback surveys for soliciting feedback for actionable insights. The critical words are actionable insights. You have smart performance management systems, including OKR systems, employee communication platforms, R&R platforms, employee wellness software, including those which have data-driven mental wellness tools associated with them. 
all of this in the talent engagement space are creating that positive employee experience. Next in the um, chain comes talent development. Now, HR technology is also helping L&D teams in developing and administering personalized programs to deliver intuitive learning experiences. Uh, new age, uh, very, very smart learning management systems can assign courses to users, track their progress, administer assessments with very, very minimal human intervention. Uh, with AI functionalities in these, the learning outcomes can actually be customized and hyper-personalized. Uh, ROI, return on investment for learning, which has always been a difficult task for HR teams, is now proving to be possible with such tools. Now, the operational aspects. Uh, the talent operations team, people operations team, or the shared services team, they are able to now increase productivity and create a positive employee experience by automating many of their manual and admin tasks with the help of tools such as chatbots. Now, chatbots can be used for resolving simple employee-related queries, uh, queries which earlier would have been um, tackled by um, people. Payroll management software, time and attendance management software, workforce scheduling software, all of these are actually taking away the tactical and manual admin related work from the HR teams so that they can focus on more strategic aspects. Number six uh, in the hierarchy is total rewards, right? The compensation and benefits teams have always traditionally managed the entire operations on Excel sheets, but now they are able to ensure that they are able, they can motivate employees, uh, increase retention by structuring customized employee compensation based on factors such as performance, the role, the location, and all others, leveraging um, compensation planning software. Now, such software saves leakage of uh, valuable dollars, uh, which are usually lost during um, compensation revisions exercises um, when companies handle them on Excel sheets. They are now able to provide extreme hyper-personalization of compensation and benefits for employees based on the individual's performance and preferences. So not just that, we are, we are seeing new age talent analytic tools available in all of these systems across the entire talent lifecycle. So HR teams are now able to make data-driven decisions rather than instinct-based decisions, which was the traditional route. So what does it mean? HR teams can now understand the employee pulse really fast, quickly, make course corrections, and take decisions based on key insights in an agile fashion. Truly agile HR at work. Now, apart from improving candidate and workforce experience, leveraging technology by uh, uh, the HR teams across the entire talent life cycle has a lot of other benefits. They are able to be agile to respond to business scenarios and government guidelines. When I say business scenarios, it could be both external environment or internal environment. With the HR budgets continuing to be flat 
or re reducing in 2022 and uh, the years beyond it. Technology intervention by HR teams maximizes business outcome and return on investment, thereby increasing productivity in a big way. And finally, the most important aspect is with technology taking away the manual, admin, and tactical aspects, HR teams are now able to focus on strategic aspects, thereby they are able to play the elevated role as a strategic business partner and thereby get a seat at the decision-making table. That was a quick overview of how technology can be now leveraged by HR teams to improve candidate and employee experience, which has now become very, very critical, especially at a time the great resignation is happening all around. Wow. Thank you, Shriram. That was power-packed. And wow, by the time you started, you managed to cover so many aspects. And I love how crisp and concise that was. Thank you for that. We do have a bunch of questions for you, though. And right off the bat, during our conversation, you mentioned about how this whole shift to digital acts to the digitization has been fast-tracked by the world we live in now. But scarily enough, you also mentioned that a lot of companies are unfortunately failing in this adoption. So why is this happening and how can companies tackle this efficiently? Perfect. Um, there are a lot of reasons on why uh, companies have not made this transition. One of the key aspects is most of them did not have scenario planning in place on the future of work. Hence, they were completely caught unawares. When you transition from an offline to a completely online or maybe a hybrid model, cannot be seamless unless the companies have had scenario planning aspects in place. Uh, change management aspects were also missing in a lot of organizations. And that's why most of them are struggling to do this transition from an online to an offline model. I'll give you a classic example. A very large uh, IT company in India, one of my friends had got an offer and the offer letter mentioned that you need to report at the following venue on this date. And we are talking about something during the lockdown back in India. So the candidate then called up the recruiter and asked, now what about the reporting date and venue? So the recruiter then mentioned, please ignore that. It's a it's an offer letter that has been generated by our applicant tracking system. We are unable to make changes to it. So you don't have to report to office. You continue to work from home. Next, the candidate then asked, what about my uh, laptop and the mobile phones? The recruiter then mentioned um, that I would not be able to answer. On day one, your supervisor would be able to guide you on this as to when you would get your hardware. And it takes a few days for the hardware to reach the candidate. So if this is the experience that the candidate is undergoing, especially when the great resignation is happening all around and when candidates are swarmed with multiple offers, now that's not a right experience for the candidate, right? This is what I was mentioning that companies are have failed in, uh, you know, in seamlessly undergoing this transition from an uh, offline model to a completely hybrid or a completely online model. So, uh, it, you know, in, to your question on how to uh, how to quickly implement and manage this. See, look, 
um, when we talk about digital transformation, it starts with the digitization, then it is digital digitalization, then you've got digital transformation, right? It all starts with automation. Uh, automation is the smallest aspect where you um, take your current process and then automate it. Now, what I want to highlight is any HR technology transformation is not going to be easy. If you take the current process and try to automate it, it's not going to be really productive. What you need to do is you have to reimagine the process for an hybrid model. You have to reimagine the entire process for an online uh, model, right? So it is going to take time. So you got to reimagine the process, automate it, do it on, on a small pilot scale, on a small pilot, um, do a small pilot implementation, look at the outcome, make course corrections, again, do the implementation, and once it is successful, implement it on a larger scale. All of this will definitely take time. With cloud-based uh, SaaS providers, obviously things would be faster, but any of this would need uh, detailed planning uh, and, a, and a completely uh, focused approach to implement uh, Kaushik. Got it. Makes sense, Shira. So worst case, if someone has not done this planning and over oh, before that it was actually surprising that you mentioned the whole the whole analogy that you stated it, it's really surprising these examples because these things do happen don't they it's crazy but yeah however so if unfortunately we have not done this planning you mentioned how do we salvage the situation so you mentioned about running a small pilot would that so you basically mentioned about reimagining how this works? What would be some steps that a HR leader can take towards that, in which unfortunately they haven't done this planning before? Okay, it all uh, starts with um, having the clear end picture in mind, right? There are couple, first, you know, start with the end state in mind and then work towards it. Number two, do not start with the solution immediately. Start with the problem that you are trying to solve. Okay. Number three, what cannot be measured cannot be accomplished. Most digital transformations do not have strong metrics or measurement aspects in place. So, for example, if you are trying to um, uh, automate or uh, digitize your digitalize your uh, recruitment process, then you need to have strong metrics in place to measure the uh, efficacy, right? It could be your average time to fill, it could be your unfulfilled vacancy ratio, new hire productivity, it could be your diversity ratio. Have what is the current metrics, what is the planned metrics, what is the expected metrics. Then when you do the implementation and as you progress, you need to keep measuring it and then you know whether you are on the right track for achieving your desired metrics. For example, if it is learning and development, it could be career satisfaction, service scores that you administer. It could be number of internal applications for a role, right? Or the number of uh, roles that have been closed by internal movement rather than external hire, right? Uh, if you're talking about employee experience, it could be candidate conversion rate, or it could be again, new hire productivity. So these are the various matrices that HR teams, um, you know, they can have 
created for learning and development or recruitment or employee engagement you need to come up with specific metrics plan the current metrics plan the uh, expected metrics after technology intervention keep measuring it continuously and then you know whether you are on right track so these are the various aspects right oh love that love that because some of these metrics that you mentioned i never really thought about hey these are things that should be tracked and it will make sense when it comes to the overall employee employee engagement or any vertical thank you makes perfect sense but there's actually one scary thing that you mentioned even during our original conversation even now a few minutes back in which you mentioned about the great resignation i did go through the report which is fantastic or if you should go through the 2022 report which has been published but what can companies do to tackle this what can we do differently to combat this great resignation um as a hr tech advocate i would say technology intervention is key right what it essentially does is it takes away the tactical admin work away from the hr teams and gives them bandwidth so that they can focus on strategic aspects right need to analyze why there is resignation happening in the company is it on account of um employee value proposition or is it compensation and benefits or is it with regard to um growth or is it with regard to learning outcome hr teams will now have bandwidth to focus on uh, key strategic aspects and then spend time with the employees to address these today hr teams just don't have bandwidth to address the strategic aspects because they are working on tactical operational aspects technology helps in two ways one it takes away the tactical operational admin work number two it can help provide you a lot of data which can be converted into actionable insights right so strategic intervention by hr teams using this data can make a lot of uh changes to the organization thereby helping them stem the attrition that they might be currently seeing oh got it makes perfect sense thank you shiram and just one other note as we wrap up the conversation would be around so you brought up a bunch of really interesting metrics as you were talking about in which internal job postings being filled being one of the metrics that you can track so if you were to segment hr tech into categories say this could be on the engagement this could be on talent acquisition now what would be let's say some of the key metrics that hr leaders should be tracking because this is not information i've come across often and i'm personally curious to learn about what you feel are important metrics to be tracking sure um i had highlighted some of these earlier let me uh, talk about them again uh, when you look at a candidate experience right uh, in the in the recruitment process in the talent acquisition process uh, one of the key metrics that you could use is candidate conversion ratio now this essentially says um, gives you a good perspective of what is the experience that the candidates are having i cited an example earlier if the candidate was going through such an experience obviously there would be a very high um, dropout ratio right so candidate conversion rate can effectively talk about your experience um the other aspect on um 
recruitments could be your uh, average time to fill right with technology intervention is your average time to fill reducing now there is a lot of focus on diversity equity inclusivity and belonging you could track diversity ratios it could be gender uh, diversity ratios or it could be uh, race or ethnicity diversity ratios so on and so forth right another aspect for engagement could be your new hire productivity right um, how quickly are they productive based on the industry you can measure your productivity uh, are they becoming productive in 30 days 60 days 90 days is there an improvement after you get technology intervention can really help for learning and development a lot of companies administer career satisfaction survey scores that's a great input uh, to find out if uh, people are generally happy with the uh, learning and development interventions and if you are looking at uh, internal skilling to move uh, folks from one role to another, the number of roles that are fulfilled by internal movement versus external hires, that percentage is a great indicator, right? So, so on and so forth. You can, you can come up with a lot of such metrics to uh, track the progress across uh, various HR functions. Got it. Thank you, Shiram. Really useful information. I'm sure we're going to have a bunch of more questions coming in. But thank you so much. This was incredibly informative. And I had a lot of takeaways personally from this conversation. You did mention where folks can find you, but just for us to quickly jog our memories, can you please let us know where folks can reach you after this? Sure. Um, I'm available um, through sriram at hrtech.sg. So if they do want a copy of the presentation or if they want to reach out for any specific uh, queries, they can do so. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Shiram. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a bunch of sessions going on. Do join us and I will see you at the next one. Thank you very much.